passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning? Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, what do you say? Post-game, post-show podcast. Alan Jerry back with you on a Tuesday afternoon. You can kind of feel the weather changing. A little warm out there, but it's cloudy. Going to get some rain this week, which is weird because I feel like we've seen nothing but the sun for the last month and a half. Uh, and basketball season is upon us, Al. And I did not, let's, let's be honest, I didn't have a lot of time to do much basketball this morning, though I had a lot of good clips from the Knicks and from the Spurs. And I'm sure you're probably in your head going right now, why in the hell is he mentioning the San Antonio Spurs? So you can do that right now, guys. Why in the hell are you mentioning the San Antonio Spurs? Well, I bring them up because Greg Popovich, who's been the most unbelievable, unbelievably successful NBA coach I think I've ever seen in my lifetime, has a reputation for being surly with the media. He always is like that with Doris Burke on these games. Uh, also, Craig Sager, he's had a lot of fun with, obviously. Well, NBA TV sent Jared Greenberg out there uh, during media day yesterday, or maybe two days ago, whatever it was, and... Popovich decided to have some fun with Greenberg. Now, he didn't know this as it's going on, so let me give you a little taste of how this thing started. This is Jared Greenberg of NBA TV. He was a very good NBA guy, by the way. I know him. Good dude. This is how it starts. Just trying to kind of get the interview off and running, you know, on a on a funny moment, if you will, to try and, you know, get, get Popovich kind of engaged. So here you go. Last year at this time, it was the debut of the beard. Sticking with it. Obviously. Are there some questions here you're going to ask me? or what oh are we boy. Gonna We're going to talk some hoops. Good. Let's talk about what you've talked uh, a limited amount about. No? The beard. Come on. Let's get to the basket. Here we go. Come on. Three, two. Coach, you've spoken a few times this summer about losing the camaraderie with several new faces coming in. What can you do in camp to try and speed up the process? I don't remember saying that. I think, I think you made that up. 
All right, so there's part one. Now, this was two minutes, so I cut it down. Here's part two as he takes a breath and then tries to go in a different direction. Tell us, um, you obviously know LaMarcus Aldridge from having to scout him many times over the years. What have you learned about him that wasn't on the scouting report as you've gotten to know him since he's become a spur? Nothing. <laughs> I haven't seen him. So it's basically at this point where Popovich decides, you know what, I, I guess enough's enough. I'm screwing with you yeah, because I'm just getting ready for the season. Now he takes a deep breath, obviously. All right, we're kind of all good. And then Popovich ends this way as he's looking to the rest of the media. Now we'll start from the beginning. You can ask me about my beard and everything. I just wanted to prepare myself to go talk to all those jerks over there, too. So <laughs> That's great. Now, you've listen, you had your issues in the Bucks locker room, right? I did. There's a head coach, though. I mean, you talk about really. Is he normally douchey to, like, you mentioned Doris Burke? and He's, uh, he's known Craig for Sager. watching these TNT games, even the ESPN games. He hates that he's got to do these in-game stupid... Yeah, I don't like those. They're ridiculous. They, and they have them in the NFL right before kickoff right. or right before the Dumb. second half. Stupid. I agree. Because no one... The, the coaches are not focused on what type of answer or to give them any information. No doubt. Nor are they going to. Yeah. So he always has fun with it and will ask them dumb questions or will answer questions and basically say, that's a dumb question. Is that really all you got? Right. And in post-game press conferences, he's tough, too. Like, he's the... You know how Craig always talks about dumb questions? If you don't ask him a good question, he's not just going to give you what you want to hear. Right. He's going to give you a dumb answer. So I felt bad for Jared Greenberg of NBA TV, who, as I told you, I know, good reporter, good guy. Man, was he put in a tough spot yesterday. And you could listen to his voice there. That's not easy. Yeah. We used to work with a guy who would cover the Buccaneer games. His name was Tom Gilbert. I don't know what he who he covered it for. But his first question every time to the coach was, Tell me about the offense and the defense out there today. Come on. That's what he would do. Every game. Every game. And everyone would let him go first because it was such a ridiculous nothing question. But you're right. They, the guys sit up there and they feel like they've got to give some type of answer. Yeah, they do. So they just start rambling about well, the offense and the defense. And it's no different than after. And I think, and I do believe it's the only first question you really can ask. You know, I covered the Jets and the Giants. And if you have a 4 o'clock game on Sunday, you're in that post-game press conference room at about 7.15 Sunday evening. Well, guess what you're doing at 1 o'clock on Monday? You're either on a conference call with the coaches or you're back at the facility with another press conference. The only thing that has changed from the time that that game ended to that time at 1 o'clock or 2 o'clock is that they watch the game film. So, literally, you could bet everything you have on the first question being coached after we're looking at the film what did you see? And it's like, I would think that's probably in every NFL, you know, press conference room on Mondays. Right. Is the first question. And it has to be, which makes sense. Yeah. It's so. too much. Like Boomer said, they, we, they talk to them too much for every it is, sport. But, you know, it's, it's a strange, it's, you know, it's what makes the game great is the accessibility. And it's why I believe a lot of these guys make so much money because they become personalities to, uh, to themselves because you see their faces, you know who they are as opposed to never really meeting the media. You only see them on game day. So it's kind of like a necessary evil. The ones that get it, get it. The ones that don't are just... I mean, Brandon Marshall is another one. I didn't play a lot of his clips today. He was great yesterday in the locker room. Just unfortunately never got to it today. Right. Um, but, you know, they, one guy kept asking him, um, well, what was his issue, uh, Brandon Marshall? So he said over the weekend about... He believes he should be one of the top, thought of as one of the top receivers in football. So a reporter asked him yesterday, 
hey, you know, I know you said you were pissed off that you're not one of the best receivers in football. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I didn't say that. I answered a question, and I said, I believe I should be in the – it's, you know, it's accessibility like that that we like these guys, but it is too much. I agree. Jerry, you made a candy run for Craig earlier in today's show when you brought back a whole bunch of uh, candy. Craig's more of a fruity candy kind of guy, not a chocolate candy guy. Correct. Uh, But one of the things you brought back, which he always loves, are jelly beans. Mm Mm-hmm. And to me, although I just did have some jelly beans, jelly beans to me are a very specific time of year candy. So I will only eat jelly beans around uh, Easter. Easter, I got it. Kind of like candy corn is an Easter thing. Halloween. Uh, yeah, Halloween. Or you got those like Cadbury eggs. That's like uh, um, Easter. That, well, more Easter, yes. Yeah, Easter, absolutely. right? Uh, are you are you that way with candy, or you'll like it any way you can get it? Uh, I don't really eat candy for the most part. Or would you go more fruity candy or more chocolate? I'm more chocolate. I would say, boy, that's a tough one. If you put M&M's, like right now, my wife has M&M's in bowls at home. I have oh, no idea why. And you walk by. And oh, God, every time you grab, and I, I'll grab four, six, eight of them, whatever. Next thing you know, you eat three bags, and you don't yeah. even realize it in the course of a day. How many, uh, What what's the color M&M scheme? Because maybe that'll tell you why they're out. You know, no, M&Ms all, are always in colors. They're all different colors. There oh, is so it's no the regular scheme. variety pack. Like during Christmas, she will buy the green and red one. Right. But you're Don't not noticing a, a, no. a color scheme that would indicate a holiday. No, not at all. They're just out. She'll put Starbursts out once in a while. Hmm. She will put um, Nestle, little no, mini Nestle Crunch mini bars Mini Nestle out. Crunch, yeah. I like those. But so, no, I don't. She'll put, yeah, she'll put mini candy canes out for Christmas. She'll put the jelly beans out, no question for Easter. And the candy corn for Halloween. So traditional. Kim Jones told me a story when um, she was on my podcast of uh, eating, of having M and M's on the airplane with the Yankees when she would cover the Yankees, and they always had M and M's. And she said, "You walk by and grab M and M's. Walk by, grab M and M's." She said, "Then uh, one day she couldn't get her jeans on." Well, it's funny you like, say that'll that. happen. So the little things, and you take a little at a time. It does gets you. And they, I would say, do you remember when Dunkin' Donuts started making culottes? Yes. So I was working uh, the five the five to eleven forty shift at that time. I was working evenings and weekends, and I had a straight week where I was filling in. And instead of working my weekends, Eric Spitz gave me Monday through Friday five to eleven forty, so I could actually have a weekend off, which was pretty cool. I never had that, and so. The, the Dunkin' Donuts comes out with these culottes. I'm like, oh, I'm going to try one on my way in. And that was on Monday. And I go in and I pick out, get a culotta. And I'm mean, 10 minutes into the ride. I'm like, my God, was that good. This is awesome. Might have been the, I'm like, and it's not even an ice cream shake. It might be the greatest thing I've ever had. So Tuesday, I'm like, shit. I'm like, yeah, what the hell? I'll go get another one. So I, I get them all week. So Sunday comes along and I go to put my jeans on. I'm like, wow, are these tight? Like, what the hell happened? I was wearing khakis all week going to work. Then I always had a belt. And, yeah, all right, so maybe the belt I didn't have as tight on Friday. But on Sunday, I put the jeans on. I couldn't snap the button. And I'm sitting like, what have I done? Like, why? I didn't do anything differently. And then I mentioned to my wife these culottes. She goes, have you checked what's in those? I'm like, no. So I went online, and I saw that they were like, whatever, 500 calories and all the saturated fat because of the whole milk or the cream, heavy cream. Like, my God, I gained like six pounds in a week. So, yes, I can imagine if you're eating M&M's yes. nonstop every other day, all of a sudden stuff's not going to fit. Right. It's always like a, it, there's nothing to say you can't have a culotta. No, you can't add them to your daily routine. You can't have them every day. That's when 
people get in trouble. Right. When they add something bad to a daily routine, right. that's have, trouble. Have them once every 10 days. Right. It's great. Or if you're going to get it, get it with skim milk. They're still damn good. Like if you were working a special shift and you were like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself because I have to work this extra special shift, so I'm going to get myself a Coolada. Bang. But you can't Monday through Friday coming in here every morning, stop by and grab a Coolada. No, it's not going to work. You it's cannot do that. Not, unless you're just going to replace breakfast and lunch with that Coolada. Right. In which case, it's still not good for you. I'm not day. even sure what a Coolada is. So it's is heavy that, cream. Okay. Right. And then I don't know. What flavors do they come in? Are they fruity they drinks? They make all sorts. Of, no, well, this oh, one was coffee oh, flavored. Oh, cool. Oh. And then they have coffee and chocolate flavored. And now they've got Oreo flavored ones. I mean, they're ridiculous. Oh, it was like when Starbucks first became a uh, a thing that people were into and they they were popping up everywhere and, and people were getting the specialty drinks, not right. just the coffee. Not coffee. Those specialty drinks. They'd be like, oh, I got a caramel, a caramel a mocha latte. And, and like, well, all right. yeah, they're all like 800 calories. So remember we went to Mohegan Sun a few months ago, right? And so I went to get breakfast, and I said to my wife, you know, you want a, a bagel or something? She goes, no, that's, that's fattening. I can't get a bagel. I'm like, okay, fine. So I'm going to run to the bathroom. We'll get out of here. Come back, and she's got this frozen thing from Starbucks. I'm like, what the hell is that? It's like a frappuccino You're or right. something drizzled with cream and caramel. I'm like, that's worse <laughs> than the bagel. Because now, nah, but it's a drink. I'm like, no, it's worse than the bagel. So I know what you're talking about. They always Very say, funny. "Don't drink your calories when you're watching, trying to watch your weight." Exactly. You know, I don't drink enough water. Yeah, me neither. What's, what happened to your app? Uh, I got bored with the app. See, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah no good. Al, I learned an important lesson uh, about two weeks ago. Maybe about a week and a half ago, I would say. That's where you would say, "What, what lesson?" What was that lesson, Jerry? So I went down on a Saturday morning about about a week and a half ago or so uh, to shave, and I was out of my Harry's blades. No razors for me. So I actually had to use a disposable razor. And let me tell you something. The difference is ridiculous how much better the Harry's product is compared to crappy disposables. Uh, and luckily for me, just last Monday, I got my new shipment in and all, all's better. And, I mean, just look at my face now. Smooth. Yeah, I mean, things are much better. And I learned the difference between the cheap disposable and the Harry's product. They're engineered in Germany. We know what they are by now. Great shave. If you are not getting your razors from Harry's, by the way, they ship them free to your house. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I, I belong to a bougie gym, and they have, like, you know, mouthwash. Oh, yeah. And, and they have the worst terrible, crappy disposable razors. Terrible. I, and I think people are sitting there using them because they think, well, normally when I go to the drugstore, the razors cost me exactly a ton of cash. But if they just went to Harry's, Jerry, they could have good blades, and it could be cheap. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah, so you could say goodbye right now to choosing between expensive brands or cheap disposables like Jerry had to do. Say hello to Harry's high-quality blades at a price you'll love. Go to harrys.com right now and enter code POSTGAME. You get that at checkout, you'll get $5 off your first purchase. Get a month's worth of shaving for just $10 with code POSTGAME at checkout. That's harrys.com code POSTGAME. Be smooth like Jerry Recco is. I love it. I love it. I love it. I also, you know, I like I like the Devils, right? New Jersey Devils. I know you hate hockey. hockey. We don't discuss discuss hockey much. But Lou Lamarillo is no longer with the Devils. He's with the Maple Leafs. And when Lou Lamarillo was running the Devils, there was a standing rule that the radio and TV broadcasters had to basically fly themselves. They did not fly on the team charter. And that's just the way it went. You worked on your own airfare, and they, I guess, picked it up, or the cable network. I don't know who paid for it, but you were not on the team plane. Well, he's now in Toronto. And guess what they're not doing anymore in Toronto? The play-by-play guys are not on the plane anymore. So 
Reading a couple of different stories, one says that the Maple Leafs play-by-play people are now going to do the game in a studio because of being banned from the team playing. Another one says that has nothing to do with anything. It's just kind of the way and the direction we're going in now, how expensive things are when you can listen. You can do it off a monitor anyway. But it's kind of weird to think that they're going to do road games off a monitor. You can't. It can be done. I don't know if people will notice. It's not the same thing, though. See, I like it better because when I'm watching the NFL games, like I watched this weekend, you'll see guys that I'm watching on TV and the announcers are saying they saw one thing when you clearly on TV saw another thing. And if they were watching the monitor, I feel like they would have seen it better. Like when balls, whether a ball crossed the goal line, uh, there, well, there just seem to be many examples when I'm watching it on television and the announcer's going, I don't know if he's down. See, well, I yeah, think you could see he's down. I would think for the play-by-play guy, you're 100% right. The play-by-play guy should be following the ball no matter what else is going on on the field. It's the job of the analyst, though. I mean, that's what the analyst is there for, to actually be surveying everything, to understand why a play worked, why a play broke down. You know, if John Lynch is there with Kevin Burkhart, it's not Kevin's job to be watching the safety. But John Lynch should be. Kevin should be watching the ball, as he does, and telling you what's happening. John Lynch should be telling you why, you know, the fullback didn't pick up a block or whatever the case may be. He's got to be watching the entire game because that's the whole point of his job. And you're saying you won't see that by watching it on television. No, I've actually tried doing games off of a monitor. I'll give you one example where it's a bad thing. At Lafayette in Pennsylvania, they have great setup, beautiful stadium, nice booth. You would think this is like a... High division ones, really nice, the way they treat the media. And so I was actually, I had a big, I was not big, but I would say a 26-inch screen TV in the booth, high definition. I'm like, wow, I'm going to do some of these, some of this off the TV, see if it's easier. And it was until there was an interception that I completely botched because what you don't see on TV, you don't see, I think this was a cornerback or a safety, reading the quarterback's eyes, cheating up, and undercutting the route. So ball in the air, you know, where you say whatever, and all of a sudden on the screen, out comes out of nowhere comes this guy who picks the ball off and he's running the other way, and now you're like, holy crap, what just happened? Who's got the ball? So I would say 90% of the time you can do it off a monitor, but there are going to be times it's going to be very difficult. Yeah, I just would see that. Like I always thought if I ever got to run a network, I've had this in the back of my head for a while, I would get, I would cut costs by immediately no one goes to the games. It. I mean, in the one article I read, it said it's going to cost for the for that that play-by-play team, they're going to save $200,000 on travel costs. Yeah. I'm with you. I don't know that it's worth it for that 10% where you might miss something. Right. I don't know. Like, did really Boomer sure. need to fly to Lambeau Field last night, or could he have uh, sat in his apartment with a nice monitor going, I, uh, hey, that's uh, that was a great run to the left. I think for Boomer does, he probably needed to be He there. needs to see the whole field. Yes, I think so. As like a John Lynch analyst. I would think so. John Lynch was my favorite player of all time NFL. In Tampa. Well, just I'm saying in all time NFL. All time. Yeah. How about that? Guy was a hard hitter. He was underrated at a time, but then once it, once that Buck defense got really good, he he was Have you ever been able he to was tell rated. him that? Uh I may maybe awkwardly once at a Cuz you got to be the same age, right? No, he's probably younger than us. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. How old would he be? Uh John Lynch is probably be close to 40, right? Yeah, Late definitely. 30s? I would say so yeah, Mr. He's Lynch, been I'm seven years older uh, than you, but I loved you. Yeah, that I have a problem with. Like, uh, we discussed that here. Like, I don't mind getting a picture with like a guy who was on the '86 Mets, right? Someone who's older than me. Sure. I am not getting a photo with like 
uh, Stephen Matz if he comes in here. Because I'm not getting a, a photo with, with a kid. I agree. Well, even Harvey, though, you know. Yeah, I'm not getting a picture of Matt Harvey. Now, 21. Either. We forget Harvey's 27. I mean, he's right. not a, a kid kid. But even Harvey, you're 20 years older than he is. Yeah, no, I have to be I have to be younger than the guy I'm getting a picture with. I have no problem with that. I'm yeah. with you. That's why my favorite player remains Herschel Walker. He's older than I am. Perfect. And he's a nice fellow. And he's a nice guy. Here's a story that hits, uh, well, I, I uh, could see where this woman turned violent, and I understand why. Okay, it did happen in prison, but let's not even—we don't. It doesn't even have to have ha- happened no, in prison, prison for stories. this. Yeah. Okay. Uh, a woman was being transported to jail. A uh, Florida woman kicked another female detainee in the face because that woman farted near her. I have n- I know guys loved to fart and to do farts and to like fart in front of other guys. It happens here in the studio with our two hosts. They love to just fart whether, you know, not on the air, but during commercials they'll fart. And the guys think farts are hilarious. I am so disgusted by guys that fart and fart near me. I could see kicking someone in the face if they farted near me. I'm not I'm just not I never found farts funny. I find them disgusting. I don't want to smell someone's odor. Jerry, your take on this. No, I'm just going to let you keep going. This yeah, is great. it's disgusting. First of all, I've been in the... Now, I'm not with you guys four hours every day. Right. I'm a third of the show I'm here, right? We have three segments an right. hour. I'm the middle of segment every hour. So I'm on the show for roughly a third of it. I don't ever remember a time that You've never recalled them farting. Have- uh, one time during the show yeah. on the air, yes, and it became a big funny bit. But you just portrayed it as if every yes. segment they're blowing butt. Not every. And I gotta be honest with you, not when I'm in here. It has happened. Mul- has happened multiple times. <laughs> you made it sound like and it's they every love day. it. They love to just fart, especially if it makes a noise. Like it was like, how about that? They'll be like that, and I'm like, I'm not into farts. Uh, listen, I'm not. I'm not uh, opposed to what you're saying. You happen to be right. Yeah. I. It, the one thing we've been doing this now how long? Since January. January. I think the one thing we've learned, at least I've learned, is that I, I I'm disgusted by other people, including myself. Yes. In a lot of cases. Me too. Right? I don't want to smell it either. Right. It's disgusting. It's not funny. And if it happens in the house, whether it's the, my 11 year old or whoever, it's like, dude. Go outside. Right. So, and I, not to make them sound like they're seals that I'm training them, but it's like, if something like, get out of here. Yeah. I don't want it. So I'm with you. I agree. And women can. Now, as, they were prisoners. So who cares? Right. But women, for the most part, have figured out not to fart in front of other people. Yes. I like re- you've been married a long true. time. I bet you can barely recall a time your wife farted in You're, front of you. You are right. Yeah. Very true. If women can control their sphincters, men can too. <laughs> <laughs> clip that one, Eddie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, Actually, I'll clip it for tomorrow. <laughs> let me tell you about touchofmodern.com, Jerry. Yeah. Oh, they have the latest gadgets and electronics and things for your walls. It's a guy site, a website that dudes like myself go to, touchofmodern.com. They have uh, some of the latest men's fashions, uh, iPhone accessories. They've got uh, all different things. And they change every couple of days. So what you want to do is get yourself the touchofmodern.com app for your phone. That's what I do. And then when you're bored, you can just be scrolling on that thing. And if you see something there you like, you buy it. But you don't go, you know what, I'll wait. Uh, I'll wait another week. And then maybe I'll, you got to buy it pretty much right then and there because 
These products change every couple of days, Jerry. I give you a great product that you're going to want to look oh, into right? on a wacky schedule. Is it a fart Check, machine? No. Oh, right? Check out the Sleep Shepherd Sleep System. That's there right now at touchofmodern.com. Check that out. Right now, our listeners can get immediate access. When they sign up at touchofmodern.com, that's touchofmodern.com. Do it today because tomorrow it will be different. That's how life rolls in the fast lane, and that's how I have to roll out of this lane. All right, Jerry. And I will see you manana. And I did a podcast today that's posting with Mark Chernoff, who runs the WFAN here, so you'll want to check that out. It's a two-parter. Part one posting today. See you. It's the Boomer and Carton postgame show. Wow! With the real stars of the show, Al and Jerry. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there, this is the Rico Bronya podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night, on behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f- yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were you came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.